welcome <coughs> to another edition to the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Yeah, well, as you can see, it's been a very, very uh, interesting couple of days, couple of weeks leading up to the big general election in the United States of America. So, as I say, welcome to our show. We will be talking. Welcome. We will. We will. We've got you here as well. Both of us are here. We will be talking about obviously the obvious news: Donald Trump becoming the president-elect and the 45th president of the United States. We'll also be talking a little bit about Nicola Sturgeon again. Yeah, unfortunately, she's in the news again. And we'll also be talking about a few other bits and bobs and giving a few mentions. Um, so before we uh, kick off, here's our let's let's start. Let's here's our intro. Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast, here to rock the podcast world. And we're back, there's our intro, welcome, we're here on our show, we did our last show, We, as we were both thought, we listened to it, we think, ah, we need to do a better show didn't think it was that great we did waffle a lot bit. we almost fired ourselves yes <laughs> we uh, almost we did think that we kind of could we need to do a lot better so I thought we are generally going to be talking <coughs> in a moment about the great well the great news or the bad news for some people well bad news for probably a lot of people but uh, let's just say Donald Trump is now going to be the next president of the United States yeah, it's amazing. Uh, pretty much. So, Hugh stayed up, uh, obviously, all night, hence why he had a bit <laughs> croaky, probably still, the after effects. Yeah. Hence, I sound like Barry White again. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so tell us, you what you Well, it was, it was, it was amazing, actually, because I have to say, I really didn't think it was going to happen. And, I, and I'd actually placed a bet on Trump to see if he might win, because the odds were so good. Can you, um, do but, you have your head, just out of curiosity, I'm going to stop you before you go, can, do you have your headphones? Oh no, I don't have my headphones. Yes, yeah, are you hearing my echo, by any chance? you're hearing me through your speaker, you're obviously hearing me, but I'm not hearing my echo, that's all. That's all, that's all um, right. You're not echoing through this way, certainly. Well, just when I, it's in reverse, as as am I hearing myself? No, no, it's okay, that's cool. Carry on. Just, so anyway, you put a bit on, you got the odds, and... Uh, go yes, and, um, and it wasn't looking good, I have to say, but between 11 o'clock, when the BBC started their... Um, coverage and also on on Fox News, um, <clears throat> it was looking pretty slow, and Clinton was having you know was beginning to take a lead in a number of um, crucial states like Florida, and up to about one o'clock I almost thought oh no that's it I'm just going to go to bed it's over and that's it finished, um, but then it started to change, and the um, Trump started to regain his lead um, or regain um, ground and then took the lead in Florida. And the great thing about the American um, election coverage is that it actually tells you how many votes are being, um, or how, what percentage of the votes have actually come in. So every few seconds you're getting an update on exactly what the percentage is for the voting on each way, on each candidate. So it's really, kind of, everything is live. And then it really started to take a turn. And then a few of the main kind of red states that, are kind of, that Trump knew he was going to get, they came in. And a few more came in for the Democrats. But then things like Ohio came in a bit later on. And really from about half past one onwards, he started to take the lead. And he started to win some uh, states that people thought, hmm, that's, 
actually is doing better than what they said he would do. And, of course, there was this wonderful climb down from the BBC who were saying at the start, how could anyone possibly vote for Trump? Now they're saying, hmm, it's going to be very difficult for Clinton to do anything here. And they, they started the evening saying how many routes Clinton has to get to the White House. He had, you know, she had hundreds of routes to do it. And then by, by about six in the morning, British time, they said they were zero routes, you know. It was it was it had completely gone the other way. And I had to stay up the whole time because I thought, I'm not going to go to sleep and possibly wake up thinking this is all a dream and find out it's gone the wrong way. So it was, um, it was an amazing night and truly astonishing that once again the polls were completely wrong. Um, but the sense of the people was right. And we have this incredible result. Trump's won. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> Saying that Trump's won. He's finally won. Yeah, uh, about half seven in the morning, we found out for sure. We found out he'd won about half seven. And the simple fact is that, I mean, he, he won. The thing is, what I don't, what I don't understand now, I, by looking over the last, since he won, I look over the general news from yesterday and today, and looking at all the waking up to people trying to rioting and protesting, what is the point? What is the point in this day and age? The, the whole point, what part of a democratic vote do people of these days, these white, and actually not, it's mostly white protesters, what these protesters, um, what part do you know they don't understand? The whole point of a democratic vote is to vote. And whoever wins, wins. That's it. Boom. You can't just go damaging public property by protesting um, you can't just do stamp your feet and throw, throw your toys at the pram you can't just um, cry and whinge and whine and moan and um, like you're like a two dollar whore but you can't just do that uh, because the bottom line is just because you didn't get your way just because you didn't get the result that you did you don't go go and play an American football game or a, f a soccer game and stop the game and say and then you keep playing until you get the result you want it doesn't mm. work like that as soon as the final whistle or the goes or whatever that's the whoever wins wins it might be a draw but mm. on the stage of when it comes to somebody has to win um, that's what happens and the bottom line is I don't as I, was, I did phone in another podcast radio show which is called um, Talk To Me Radio with John Gaunt so I did phone in try to chat and simply excuse me, mentioned um, that I think, well, they just don't know how to lose. A lot of the younger generation these days don't know how to lose. They don't, they've never experienced losing something or losing a big loss and dealing with how uh, to learn from that. And we have, mm -hmm. because of diversity, there are two, let's just say, oh, you, you, can't, you don't want to offend you, so you're going to win something anyway. Um, and they don't have. They're not going to learn that feeling of loss or feeling of yes, I've lost. So how do, how would I win that back? How can how can I do better? How can I improve so I can become a winner? And experiencing experiencing the loss. And the problem is, it's too PC these days to offend somebody. You can't, you can't offend them. Diversity can't mm. can't offend them. Wrap wrap them up in cotton wool and tuck them in. And say, go on, you'll win something, even though you don't, you don't win anyway. So don't worry, you're a loser, but we'll still give you something. Great. So uh, experiencing the, the the way of life, if you lose something, so you can take that loss and say, right, how can I improve? How can I make this better? How can I turn it around to try and win or achieve something? There's no, there's nothing of that these days in the in the this generation that's coming through, mm. and all they're doing is protesting and they're protesting and they're just simply. 
trying to get what they want and not understanding that the whole point of democracy is if you're de- you're you, for the ones who voted de- who are Democrat who wanted Hillary Clinton <laughs> who are wanting Hillary Clinton in the, as a president are the, the Democrats are almost fighting against democracy it's just like it's pointless yeah so what's your, what's your <clears throat> point on that well of course they wouldn't have been complaining if Hillary had won and I think in in terms of that, if it had been like that, and if it, if it had been a fairly big victory for her, then I know that the Conservatives and the Republicans would have, in effect, just accepted it because if it's a big win, it's a big win. You can't really do anything about it. I mean, there was evidence of vote rigging here and there, and it would have been interesting to see how much of a difference that would make. There's currently, I think, possibly a court case um, or two regarding that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, these, as you say, it's it's a it's a very good point you make, Fraser that they don't know how to lose. And if they don't get their own way, they, they throw everything out of the, out of the, out of the push chair, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but what is amazing is that they go out, they, they burn the flags, they, they run on the motorways. Um, there was a picture today on, on Facebook, a video um, that Milo uh, put up, Milo Yiannopoulos put up, about um, some, black, some black African guys beating up a Trump supporter and nicking off with his car. So there's all sorts of things happening, um, you know, that, that's, that's going to be out there. Um, but, yeah, they just they just don't want to take it at the end of the day, you know. Um, but it's done and dusted, and we now we have to give him a chance and see what he's going to do. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful win against the establishment. It's amazing. Yeah, because the, main, the, the simple fact is it's the mainstream media who were basically Clinton daft and yeah. uh, wanted her, I mean, well, I can't well, I think personally, the FBI made a complete and utter cock up of uh, the whole scenario, saying, "Oh, she's she's going to with all the elite, the email scandal, and saying, oh, there's no evidence, there is evidence, and there's no evidence, and then dropping it, and just right before, I think probably partially they knew that. I mean, that was probably I think that that pretty much damaged Clinton anyway. I mean, I'm surprised she's not in the slammer anyway. Uh, Aye, it won't be that far away. <laughs> I don't think they're that far away. Well, she was wearing. There was a picture of her wearing an orange actual suit, <laughs> trouser suit, and I'm thinking, well, you'll be wearing that <coughs> colour soon, doll. Um, and we'll have a number on the back. <laughs> so, you know what was the what, what was the most amazing thing and the worst thing I thought happened on uh, early on Wednesday morning was the fact she didn't even do her conceding speech. You know, when she phoned Donald Trump, she sent all her supporters home. And she didn't even bother to come to the headquarters and 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 say, exactly. you know, we didn't do it. I think that was truly awful. Unless she was ill, she well, should have been there. You know, just come, she should it have was come a, out and just said something. But what? I mean, okay, I think that's just her. She being a bad loser. Bad loser. I think she understood. If she come out and admitted defeat, and then maybe said a speech later on, not a problem. But I think she just completely shunned it completely. And the fact, you know, is, but I think he's, he's what people don't get. Yes, they've got this guy they don't trust at all, and they don't. Um, that's the, that's the thing. They don't. Um, they don't trust him because he fought a hard battle. It was a hard battle, mm. and the simple fact is they don't agree with um, a lot of the things. He, it was great. Yeah, he fought a yeah. nasty battle, but hey, and he. he I mean, look, well, look at all the Trump, things well, he came under, though. I yeah, mean, how many how many attacks of sexual assault and all these kind of things? Yeah. And every one of them has been withdrawn. Yeah. Every single yeah. um, acquisition has been withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Even the one, there was one with a 13-year-old girl, mm-hmm. and that's gone as well. 
So all of it was untrue. And the thing and, about, and, it, and you know, I think with Donald Trump, he admitted he was a bit of a he was a bit of a lad. A lad. He was a bit of an asshole. <coughs> he did admit he's probably a bit of an asshole, but he admitted you know, he was a bit of a, a, a. But he is the kind of he's not perfect. And he, yeah, he had his past. He, he was a bit of a yeah. But hey, he he's he's he admitted that he was honest. And the bottom line is yeah. he said he is now president. And they're all predicting oh, it'll be less than that. But I think it's, I think maybe it's like this: Donald Trump is the kind of guy. He is a business person. Yeah, he's not had any political yeah. experience, but it may just take that somebody with a business to say, "Why should you be? Who was it? Why should you be? If you've got like a a thirty-five grand year job and you're only working two and a half days, uh, doing like whatever research or view." pubs or clubs or something yeah as a, as a climate change officer or something yeah, yeah. you're that kind of silly thing why should you be earning that amount of money you need to be getting rid of it and getting people back to work on reasonable yeah. money not just silly for two days a week um, but they should be um, I think if you give me, I think he's going to give shake up the, he's going to shake up the mainstream media he's going to shake up the, the, the oh yeah and I think that's what it needs to toughen up and toughen things up a bit and that's maybe why I think countries are coming to, they keep talking, saying, "Oh, we're still a strong nation. We're still a strong country." We're, but we're, they're not. It's all talk. It's all talk. And yeah. no, uh, you know what I mean, it's um, it's just well. I mean, talk. they've said everything about him. They call him everything under the sun. You know, they call him misogynist and all. I say he treats women really badly and everything else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what was very funny was the fact that Miley Cyrus and all these celebrities who were supporting them. You know, they say they're all for Clinton, and now she's such a great feminist and such a great example. And yet, you know, and, and Hillary said, oh, I would be happy for my children. You know, what, what, what great role models these celebrities are. And yet when Trump retaliated, right, and he said, you know, he doesn't need to fill his his, um, his hangers with celebrities in order to get, you know, a packed audience. He, they all come anyway. He does it on his own. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, then, exactly. and, and he said, and he said, if he dared to say any of the words that were used in the lyrics of these, you know, GZ and whatever, or Beyonce and a whole lot, he would be, he said they'd bring back the electric chair for him if he said any of those things out loud. And they say it all the time in their songs, and they're supposed to be great role models. And uh, and it was just astonishing. So they're all, they're all, they're all in tears going on to well, Twitter. That's what, yeah, well, speaking, I speak, obviously I speak to a lot of people on uh, social media chat, and someone was saying, oh, there's people protesting and they're having panic attacks and they're crying and... And they were just yeah. tearing a tissue, and they were just crushing grapes. Oh, holy! Didn't get in. Oh my goodness, was so devastated. Who cares? Um, fact is, <laughs> Trump won. And uh, the fact is, if you don't like it, as I'm going to say, as John Gaunt says, as I love his words, I do I recommend listening to John Gaunt. On ah, he's very radio. good. He's very, very good. Very funny, and <laughs> the be- <laughs> I have to say, uh, he's almost as funny as us. They, they, they have to say the thought of him running down Miami Beach in the nuddy in the new. That would be funny. Quite, yeah. That stuff. Would be sleep, he, sleep better. He, give me nightmares. But anyway, John. Anyway, as I say, he did uh, say a very funny thing as well when he's walking in Miami and he said he thought he saw two people in front of him and he thought they were women because he said they had nice bottoms <laughs> and he realised that they were men and I thought it was just very very funny for the whole the whole thing. He said it's the gayest place ever and, and it was just like. <laughs> but it was very funny. Anyway. <laughs> it's very brilliant. It did make me laugh. I have to but say. As I say, if people don't like it, simple fact is just tough. Titties. Trump won. He's going to be in the White House. If you don't like it, take, jump on a plane and go somewhere else. But mine is. So uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> if you, 
So let's just say... It'll be Justin Trudeau from the Canadian president. He'll be the one who's going to be have to build a wall. Exactly. <laughs> to keep them out. Exactly. You know, he'll be, he'll yeah, be like... Not coming over here. <laughs> he doesn't want any more celebrities. He's exactly. not enough. You know. Well, I think they'll, I'll be honest with you, I think what they're doing is ridiculous and all the protests are just silly, damaging public Aye. property. It's just like, get a grip, grow up yeah. and uh, get on with it. It's happened. Yeah. You yeah. might be surprised. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, well, one thing I will say, you've had, uh, going obviously from Trump, obviously he's had uh, a lot of the leaders of around the world congratulating him. Yeah. Putin, he's saying that he, he's looking forward to meeting, having a chat and getting things back on track with the uh-huh. With Russia and, the, and America, it seems like. Uh, well, there was a great interview, by the way. I should say, uh, the BBC had a had a representative in in Moscow, uh-huh. um, in a pub. It was a, a Russian pub or something, or a British pub in Moscow, uh-huh. and all these Russians were in the background, and they were all they were all cheering for Trump in the <laughs> background. And then they interviewed one of them, and he was just like saying, "Ah, yes, how could anybody vote for for a crooked?" Crooked Hillary, and that she makes Putin look like an angel, you know. And it was just like, you know, she is so corrupt, and it was just, it was just what, you know, music to my ears. It was so funny. And the poor old BBC woman who was in there just didn't have a clue what to say, you know. It was like, it was brilliant. And that, so. Well, that's the thing is, I think, I think uh, Russia, I think with uh, the American Russia, I think with recently, the last few days, last few months, they've been a bit strained. With the, yeah, but yeah. I think now when he goes in, I think he'll make things a bit better. They'll meet up, they'll yeah. chat, they'll do what they need to do, and uh, take it from there. Uh, Theresa May, I, I pl- applaud her. She's uh, wanting to keep the relationship. I think she's done yeah. well. She's a warm, give him a warm uh, welcome and congratulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that he, I think uh, Theresa May, she's not no pushover and she's got her head screwed on. I think she and she's going to do what's right for Britain. And I think, and as I say. Uh, Nicola Sturgeon, and we're going to get on to that in a second, but we, before we kick off with Nicola Sturgeon, because we, we do talk about it a lot, but unfortunately she's in the news again. We're not our biggest fans. Yes, uh, <laughs> she's in the news, and unfortunately she turns up in the news just like a bad smell. And uh, yes, unfortunately if you step in something on the street, it just smells like that. Uh, but in that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, we'll talk about Nicola and maybe and a few other things. So... Give us a minute. We'll be back shortly. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to Hattrick and Ramsey at gmail.com. Check out Soul Central Magazine, number one for the indies and celebs. Go global or stay local at soulcentralmagazine.com. This show is brought to you by EdinburghDusters.com and IdeasGoingLive.com. Welcome back after that wee commercial break. So, um, Nicola Sturgeon, she's yeah. come out publicly saying she respects the decision of the American election. Now, As if she can do anything against it. Uh, yeah, know? exactly. She respects it. Now, let's just put this in perspective here, okay? If you respect the decision of our country's democratic election, whether you like it or not, but you don't respect a democratic a democratic election of the EU referendum between the UK to be able to, on the voting to basically basically exit the EU, so we can become on our on our own now. 
and also she technically doesn't respect the first independence referendum for Scotland because she's obviously put mandate forward, mandates forward to try and resurrect and have a, a second independence referendum for Scotland. Now, to me and anybody who sees through, um, sees actually through her and wouldn't trust her as far as they could throw her, which is probably not very far. Um, well, unless it's off a cliff. And <laughs> so, the oops. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, unless they've actually just stuck her on a plane at Luton Airport, in fact, or Edinburgh Airport, and just said, uh, bye. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, so, in general, <laughs> so, for somebody who doesn't accept uh, the decision, doesn't respect the two referendums in the UK and our own country, and the people, but respects America, the decision of America. Now, what is, what's your thought? I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Hugh? Yeah, yeah, she's trying to be the big, the big kind of presidential figure there, saying we respect the decision, um, even though we we didn't really want that. We respect it as if she can't do anything to change it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean she's just peddling around with nothing. <clears throat> it's because we're more than likely to get offered a very good trade deal by Trump because um, he's keen to do business. It wouldn't surprise me if she tried to posture almost to say she didn't want it. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if Trump would then throw it away and say, well, we'll give England a great trade deal, but we won't give you one. Um, you know, it's, um, it's you know, it, it wouldn't, I mean, they've already lost a massive Chinese trade deal yeah, earlier billion. on in the week for 10 billion. And they said it was a shambles. And if the communists can't even well organize a trade deal like the Chinese government and they think that, that we're bad, it really just shows you how socialist the Scottish government really is. Yes. I mean, they're absolutely appalling. And that they kind of get anything right, and we're not getting any investment hardly at all into the into the Scottish government, you know, Scottish economy. Um, it's a complete joke. They're not. They've got no vision. All it is is welfare and so-called inclusive society, and, and it produces nothing. Another thing, actually, it's noticed that they are wanting to let sixteen-year-olds vote, but yeah. you have they have to have a state guardian, like the to, <laughs> when they're six. So their sixteen-year-olds can vote. But they've got to have a state guardian up until they're eighteen. Oh yeah, Simon. And of course, so they can be. Yeah, I thought I mean they they have to have a, a nationalist parents or something. So that, that if they have got nationalist parents, and they'll be allowed to vote at sixteen, and that because they're more than likely to vote nationalist, don't they? Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. So you know. I mean, it seems silly. This is daft. Uh, so I think they just obviously they're just trying to get anybody to vote just to get the votes, and just to, uh, people are going to vote anyway just because. Hey. They're more likely to vote for nationalism because they think it's all going to be socialist yeah. utopia and it's all going to work and they won't have to do anything and they'll get paid all this money. Of course. So, uh, so the fact is, I don't know what your thoughts are. Obviously, you've been looking at the news and you think, well, Sturgeon's just. Or she's she's an, an idiot. idiot. She's an idiot. She's a fool and an idiot and she's completely out of her depth. She's getting. And more and more, we're seeing this. Yeah. And we. And it, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not normally as as harsh on 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 leaders. I, I really am not But she riles me more than anything else because she is just doing nothing in that position to create a better Scotland. You know, no prosperity at all. No. Um, it is visionless, um, and it is just tiddling around, doing nothing, spending money on stupid things, concentrating on renewables which you can't even pay for, and and we're all just expected to go along with it. And the problem is, though, Scotland is so socialist. How do you get out of it? How do you break exactly. free? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we need to. Yeah, I think the main thing is that if we, if 
it does happen, which I hope it doesn't. I hope it just gets shut down. Um, I hope they don't have a second referendum because I think she'd certainly lose. And the main thing is, yeah. if she loses, she would have to resign. I think she should actually resign now. I think she should simply fall on her sword personally uh, to say, Nicholas Sturgeon, go. Well, I mean, I, I have to say that on the, in terms of the Brexit thing, because this is another big piece of news for them, they are trying to look into a way of, of stopping Brexit. And now they're, you know, she's even hired a lawyer, yes. one of the top lawyers, to go in and see if could yeah. Scotland do something to try and stop it from happening or delay it and so on. Hiring, um, and I yeah. certainly think if she's, if, you know, they were going to have a big, I think on the 4th of December, I think it is, is it, or certainly in December they're going to have a big march that Nigel Farage has said about, has talked about yeah, um, down uh, in yeah. London. And I think, I have to say that, I mean, I, I might not be able to get down to London, but if, Scott, if the Scottish government tried to do anything to get in the way and to stop it going ahead as it should do, um, I would be ready and prepared to, to protest in Edinburgh. I would certainly be. And I think that might be something we need to rally people forward, um, especially those who are against um, the, the independence. Because that's all they're trying to do, even though they know it, it would be a disaster. Of course. Uh, and also, I, mean, in the, I commented recently there's a, in the news that 58 police stations in Scotland are facing closure. Yeah, now, yeah. now, somebody said, oh, it's Police Scotland's <coughs> decision to close them. And I, but if it's Police Scotland's decision having to close is because simple fact they're not getting enough money from the government if yeah. anything if they had they were getting paid for enough money from the government and there wasn't cuts or if, she hadn't, if they hadn't physically um, turned the, the, all the regions of Scotland's police force into one region to make Police Scotland uh, things would probably may not be in this monetary situation technically Aye. but yeah, I think yeah. it's so 58 police stations are potentially getting closed. They've got police cars are getting fixed up with duct tape. So um, if you are buying a present out there, just remember the police force because they might need something just to help them out uh, because you want to keep the streets safe over Christmas and, as I say, donate some duct tape if you're buying an extra gift out there when you're this Christmas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway... But yeah. yeah, no, I mean, the state of Scotland point, is, is yeah, something. The, the SNP are simply just not giving them money and they're, they're happily to pay for a lawyer when there's other issues going on. So, anyway, carry on, Hugh. Yeah, I mean, it, it really does show you because when you think down south, you've got Nissan that are, you know, in, you know that, that doing an awful lot more. We're going to build two new models coming very soon and also have a lot of cars being built just now. You've got, you know, record levels of sales at Jaguar Land Rover. You know, um, Honda, you've got all these other, although Honda's struggling a bit, there's plenty of other companies that are doing, you know, you've got Mini based near Oxford. All these, you know, lots of, you know, you've got all the Formula One and Milton Keynes and these kind of areas. And what have we got in Scotland? I mean, they'll say, well, we've got the, the you know, we've got the whiskey industry. Okay, there's a drinks industry there, but there's nothing new. There's nothing coming forward to inspire people and say, that's a great, that's a really good deal or a, a great business idea or something to take Scotland forward. And it's because they're just getting in the way. They've got nothing to say about business. They need to start coming out and saying, right, we want businesses to come to Scotland as it is today, you know, with the regulations that we have today and start sorting them out. You know, we, people need a, 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 you know, a, 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 something to look forward to. And our children need a future to think they can actually work in that. Otherwise, they're just going to go elsewhere because there's nothing in Scotland. It's, it's just being run to, run to dry um, with nothing left. Exactly. Um, so we're going to 
Well, I think we've had enough of Nicholas Sturgeon, probably. I think we've, <laughs> I'm an SMP. I mean, don't really talk, keep talking about him too much. Um, we're going a quick other story, a couple of other things. We are going to have our see the, going to get a quick update. See if there's any more car cars recent coming out or news. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, we'll do our usual shout outs for the people that we recommend <coughs> for the podcasts and uh, ones to go and listen to. Right. But we're going to quick um, quick break and uh, I should really get some music. I need to really plan my music before I play it and just think of. But uh, getting music, people to send us. If you're if you're listening, if you've got any music, you've got MP3s. Drop us an email. It's Hattrick and Ramsey at gmail dot com. You you can hear it on a jingle. If you've got some music, send us your music so we can play it on our podcast. If you want to be able to advertise? You get air in the airwaves. Get you into the airwaves of Scotland if you're from America, for example. So send us your send us your music. Um, also. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with one quick story and then we'll go into our car review and see if there's anything kicking around recently, um, especially leading up to Christmas time and uh, go from there. So give us a second, we'll be back shortly. Well, my wife comes from the south side of Chicago And when she first brought me back in 94 Yeah. 
welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that tune that I just chose. I can't remember what I chose, but I enjoyed it. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I do need to practice that a little better. But um, yes, so we're going to talk about this. The story caught my eye, just for the sake of just this is this diversity going a bit mad. That uh, in Sweden now, only in Sweden, it has to happen. Uh, church bishop wants to remove crosses so Muslims are more comfortable in church. Now, last time I checked, hang on a minute. <laughs> if if you really, so just to be diverse, sorry. It's like if we walk into a mosque, are they going to remove all their Qurans just so we don't offend us? Probably not. Okay. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. Just uh, just to set the record straight here. Now, <laughs> you probably couldn't, you couldn't really make this up. Uh, in the spirit of multiculturalism, sorry, diversity, uh, <laughs> and, and togetherness, diversity, uh, <laughs> the Church of Sweden has decided to make a, a few very minor Atheist, um, so atheistic, uh, sorry, yeah, aesthetic changes to their place of worship in Stockholm. So minor that you won't even notice them, so that is probably isn't even an issue anyway. But one of these changes includes the removal <coughs> of crosses in the church to accommodate any visiting Muslims. Right, uh, so. Somebody is missing the point of what his church is all about, and obviously is a bishop and is maybe just thinking, eh, right, missing the point there, love. Breibart reports that Sweden's first openly lesbian bishop, no surprise there, um, Eva, <laughs> Eva, Eva, Eva Brunn made, made the announcement that the church could be removing the crosses from Siemens Mission Church. Now, what an appropriate, it's called Siemens Mission Church. A lesbian bishop vicar, and it's called Siemens Mission Church. It's an unfortunate name. So. <laughs> you better move on. Yeah, move she, on. Move it on. She, she, explained, she, explained, she explained that the decision was uh, based on welcoming seamen who docked at the new nearby port who were not Christian but wants to place a place to pray. Our hope is that the absence of the cross would be seen more welcoming to Muslim seamen. So, for a, for a lesbian... So to take away the entire point of the Christian church in the cross, yeah. so for which a is a cross, yeah, to take so, that away. Yeah. Yeah. So for a, a lesbian bishop, um, she wants to get lots of seamen in. Um, it's gonna, gonna <laughs> it's very interesting. So she's, uh, yeah, it is ironic that the liberals or libtards feel that the only way to be welcoming to the Islamic community is to hide everything that uh, could be seen as offensive to them. The cross is a symbol representing the cross of Jesus Christ, the holy figurehead of the Church of Sweden, believed to have died upon. According to the Christian dogma, the act of Jesus dying upon the cross is a sacred event in which his blood washed away the original sin committing by Adam uh, and Eve and the Garden of Eden. It is believed that do it, by doing so, Jesus allowed his, for his followers to enter into heaven after they die. To remove the religious symbols on the cross of the church 
is to suggest that the church of Sweden could somehow be a, ashamed of their beliefs. Pretty much true. So Bishop uh, Brun uh, has also suggested a separate prayer room inside the church that is facing Mecca. For, that is facing Mecca's, so to appear uh, appease any Muslim guest. Oh, we, we might as well just go and you might as well just redecorate the blinking thing and, and turn it into a mosque. You might, uh. It's just like really. So a lesbian bishop is wanting lots of semen in our church. <laughs> That's why we came out of the EU. Yes, you know? and, uh, more and more reasons. Yeah, surprised they're not just welcoming in all the refugees, and that so they can plan their next attack. It's just that. So uh, I, I think it's the time really we, I think I, I, I do, as I say, going back to the, going back to Donald Trump, I hope that he will just take no nonsense, this Sharia law crap, <laughs> all the people who, Muslims crying racist or crying this and that, oh, we can't get it just because you can't get away. Trump will not stand for that. Yeah, probably not. He's going to totally throw that out. He will, Trump will not stand for that in one iota. He'll just tell you to get lost if we go right. You'll get you'll you'll, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll have troops on your you have troops at your door knocking it down, and be dra- dragging your Sharia law into the and you'll be jump sticking on the plane and going, jocks away, Stelios, <laughs> bye, <Just> leave your <laughs> give us your passports. And, uh, like <laughs> I'd have to say, I do love John Gunn's version. This he says, uh, just send him a loot in airport, just line him up. When you go, you want to go. <laughs> One way ticket, <laughs> one way ticket to Iraq or whatever. Just leave us your passport and uh, you'll get a meal. You get a one meal on the plane and in-flight movies of Bin Laden. <laughs> so I'm just I'm saying, I've been saying, uh, just get. It's like you can just follow the signs in 28 different languages thanks to Tony Blair. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, a, in what they call a pilotless plane, you know? yes, a pilotless plane. It says it's a it's a drone plane. So somebody saying well, I'm on control at the, at the bottom, saying right, take off. In fact, oh, crap, we're gonna crash. Oops. Where's it? Where's it aiming for? Exactly. <laughs> See, <laughs> I hope you can swim because Mecca ain't gonna save you now. <laughs> <laughs> Two fat ladies, 88, <laughs> legs 11. <laughs> That's the bingo. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Jugs. <laughs> so, uh, so. <laughs> I'm sure we've only offended at least all of our listeners here. But it was like probably give me. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, um, we are the home of free speech in Scotland, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I can hear the P- PC police coming now. Uh, <laughs> yes, sorry, the libtards. The libtards are sorry offending people again. Okay, sorry. But uh, so it's. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go on to our uh, next segment. <laughs> what did you did you want on a slightly different note? But one of the things that is annoying the left so much, which we all have to have to cheer about, um, is the fact that that 
that Donald Trump is, you know, what they would call a climate change denier, like you and me, um, and that, and uh, and of course he's going to basically close down the um, the Environmental Protection Agency, yeah, close the whole thing down, fire the whole lot of them, um, and and cut all the climate change regulations, mm-hmm. and cut all the money going to renewable energy, and that's why he's going to save billions. That's probably going to be enough for him to be able to pay for his tax cuts in the in the short term. And uh, and maybe even pay for the wall to Mexico as well. <laughs> but I mean, looking so for, it's really driving the left he, absolutely he's insane. For, he's looking for good building, good builders. If you're free, stick a coat and uh, descend it to uh-huh. the White House. Barack Obama will pay it for his series. Barack well, he's, and yeah, and his second big thing is he's going to basically get rid of Obamacare. So Obama's got no legacy because it's all going to be destroyed. Well, the fun thing the is, first... that, uh, I think you'll, I think you'll give Nigel Farage and say you can be the UN ambassador. You, I, he was going to be the the, the American ambassador to the EU. Yeah, take him down. You can walk in there. Uh, and go, you can walk in, and go, I'm back. <laughs> and now he's going to cause even more chaos. That'd be great. That. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. That would just be very funny. Yeah, yeah. no, it is something. It is. It's been an incredible, incredible. You can't even really get away from it well, because it's been such a historic well, um, event. Bre- as you said, as you said, as you said, uh, Brexit, Brexit was, plus plus. Uh, Brexit was a fantastic uh, achievement. I mean, in the mainstream media, but Trump uh, has obviously done it again. He's, so he's just been, taken down everything. He's great. hit the neutron bomb in uh, terms of the media. <laughs> you know. You know. Anyway. Let's uh, we've obviously we're just before we run out of time. We're going to talk about any new car news recently. Yes, there is. It's quite a funny one actually. There's a thing called a, a car called the Hyundai Iconic, um, and it's a hybrid. It's to kind of take on the Toyota Prius, right? Um, and all people who like environmental cars. Um, and uh, but the thing was, it's only literally just out. It's been advertised on the television in the last few days, and yet I looked on Auto Trader to see how much it was because I didn't see how much it was. And they're already offering massive discounts, <laughs> and they've barely even started selling it. And uh, and they said huge savings from you, and that means is obviously they can't shift them, and they've got nobody's interested. Um, the cheapest I saw was about twenty one and a half grand, but it's actually supposed to be quite a reasonable car, okay, and do pretty good um, mileage and so on. Um, as is the new Renault Zoe, which is coming out. Uh-huh. It's got an uprated electric engine or kind of batteries um, and in turn it's supposed to be able to do 250 miles between charges. Mm -hmm. So that is a big improvement. So if it's any good, if it can live up to that, then that is actually quite a big improvement. It's not bad, actually. Yeah, and they're pretty cheap. Nothing nothing depreciates faster than an electric car. So they're usually dirt cheap second hand. That's good. But, um, But they are getting slightly better. Oh, that's handy. Two hundred fifty miles. It's fair. It's, yeah, that's pretty handy. good. It's better. Yeah, a lot better than. Thing is, if you if you load them with a lot of weight, the 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 power goes right down. Yeah. Um, and if it's bad weather, if it's very cold, um, they don't they don't do very well. So but other than yeah. that, they are improving slightly. Just like a solar panel on your roof, just in case. Just just to <laughs> charge charge as you go. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, that, no, that's good. And so no, that's, that's recent cars coming out are, are kicking around shortly. So if you want an electric car, you're going to agree. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's and remember, it's the Brazilian Grand Prix again uh, this weekend. Okay. They're about four hours behind us, so I think it'll be about five or six o'clock um, on Sunday. 
um, but check check with their internet provider as to that time um, with your local TV provider. Um, but yeah, it could be a crucial one. It could be one where Nico Rosberg could sew up the championship if he wins. Um, but if Hamilton wins and Rosberg doesn't do very well, then the championship could still go on to the last race in Abu Dhabi at the end of the month. Ah, interesting. That's good. So it could be a big one. It could be a good one. That's good. Um, I was going to go back track, but I've kind of missed the point. We can do it maybe another time. Talk about Patrick Harvey, the green, uh, uh, the green leader of the Green Party for MSP. But yeah, uh, don't think he's worth it. Uh, but uh, oh, another time. But what I was going to do? We're going to do our shout out section because it is time is ticking on. Um, yes. We're going to give a, a shout out to a few people that we other podcasts that we do listen to, uh, and part, people that we like to listen to. We think are very good to listen. And very we've been on them this week, haven't we? Yeah, well, I, yeah. We've been on kind of, the James Whale. We were both on James Whale. James Whale is the and James you were on Whale, John Gone. Yeah, there's the James Whale Radio Show, which is his <coughs> podcast he's on. You can find search that. And there's the James Whale. Uh, if you just type in James Whale, you'll find him. Uh, on his, he's got a website. He's also he's now a regular show between. 7 and 10, Monday to Thursday, on Talk Radio, which is a digital radio, DAB, DAB, radio, radio station. You'll find him there. Also, mm-hmm. uh, a shout-out to John Gaunt at Talk To Me Radio. That's Talk and a number two radio. Uh, yeah. .com. I'm at this time in Talk To Me Radio, and you will find it. You can. He's got many shows. You. He does daily, Monday to Friday, and he also does the odd one at the weekend as well so you can download his shows and listen to him if you like his stuff um, also there's the Guy R. Cook Report which I recommend a 5-10 minute podcast talking about business to business SEO etc etc you can have a listen to him just go to the Guy R. Cook Report that's G-U-I sorry G-U-Y get it right uh, R as in the letter R and Cook so just type in the guy R Cook Report and you will find him. Um, shout out to a few other people that, uh, that are kicking around to help uh, things like John Drummond. Ideas go live. You can uh, find if you type in Ideas go live, you will find his website. And uh, if you're looking for a website to be done or any uh, or hosting for a website, you can give him a shout and he will happily help you out. Um, but yeah, also there is. What else do I listen to? Yes, there's uh, Kevin Scullion from Alba Digital Media. He's um, a website guy, so if you're interested in getting websites done as well, uh, you go to Alba Digital Media, um, and also he'll assist you as well. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, actually. If you are interested in sponsoring or <coughs> getting involved in a project called AwakeAfricaScotland.co.uk, just Google Awake Africa Scotland. You can find it more information on that and take it from there. But uh, that is it, really. That is the end of our show. That is pretty much it. That is we've had it. We've obviously discussed. Yeah, it's been good to speak to you all. Uh, we discussed Trump uh, and the pleasing victory for some. It's been a historic week. The some who are, who are crying, they've had they've had to or they've actually they probably for not saying they're going to the local shops and they're out of Kleenex tissues. Because they've all sort of, they've all been crying and having panic attacks. Ah, um, no, it is. It has been. It's been yes. quite a week. Yeah. But on that note. Yes, it has been. But anyway, uh, whether, as I say, whether you love the result or hate it, uh, as I say, it's like marmite. Um, as I say, but that's the way it goes. But on that note, thank you for listening. Until next time, uh, whatever the big news is, we'll soon find out as the the Trump story unfolds. 
And we'll speak to you soon. And the rest of it. We'll speak to you soon. You take care. And bye-bye now. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team.